0: What is the Eiffel Tower? Yes.
1: So the Eiffel Tower is essentially a spit roast except the men high five to make the point over above you. I'm interested in a physical interaction with another woman. I am not looking for a relationship with another woman. We think their minds would be blown if they knew anything oh. about this. yeah so we we keep it pretty private. And there was a little bit of a language barrier which somehow made it all the more like exciting and hot because like there was just sort of like this primal physical connection even though we
2: didn't always completely understand each other we look for other single males females and couples we're still very much focused on always playing together in the same room we take joy out of seeing each other be pleasured he is very open to helping me try to wrangle up or scrounge up a few decent single guys <laughs> she's the <a> dream. <laughs> My husband, I, and another single guy are some of the hottest memories I can think of. I think it's more so just because selfishly, all the focus and pleasure is directed towards me, so (laughs) that makes it 10 times hotter. This is like our secret alter ego that we love.
0: (laughs) Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well I've got two lovely ladies on the show today, Madison, who works in healthcare, and Kenzie, who's in education. They are friends with a twist. They're both married and they enjoy swapping husbands, but that's not all that they do. I'm sure that's not all that they are. So let's talk to these ladies and try to get to the bottom of this puppy pile and find out how they got here. So how did you guys meet? So we met through the lifestyle on a website that
1: we both use here in our region of the country. There is the option to post what's called a hot date, which is when you are just sort of looking for someone to meet on a particular date. There's typically a location involved, but it's just sort of a, hey, we're going to be here or, hey, we're going out here. Who's free? Who wants to join us? So it's kind of like an informal kind of spur of the moment situation. Um, And actually, that's how we met. Kenzie had posted a hot date and Madison and Barry responded to it. That was how we met.
0: Okay. Now, but did you both have lifestyle um, experience before this hot date? Yes. It sounds like one of those like Tinder hookups.
2: i I know it's risky well it kind of is like you know what you're signing up for when you put the hot date out there um right so yes um i madison i've had an experience in the lifestyle before we met maybe 10 years or so and probably the same for for kenzie as well so we're we both come well equipped to our hot dates like we (laughs) we knew what to expect we've had experience in the lifestyle before this and um I, I said in, in our podcast, too, I didn't even really want to go out that night when we answered their hot date. I was just kind of feeling like, I just want to stay home tonight. I'm not really sure I want to meet new people. But my husband, Barry, pushed me to get out of the house. And I'm very thankful he did because I found my new best friend, like totally unexpectedly. <laughs> nice. yeah. um, and we didn't even we didn't hook up the first night. We just we just connected on that
0: level, I guess. Yeah. Was there an attraction between you two or was it just a matter of, oh, her husband's hot and you saying, oh, her husband's hot, too?
1: I think it was all around. I can remember they walked into the bar and I thought, yes, (laughs) we're off to a good start because sometimes you don't quite know with these hot dates. It might not be somebody that you've already really kind of vetted or spoken with online. Mm -hmm. So again, like it is a little bit of a risk or it can be a little bit of a risk. But they walked in, they were both attractive and awesome and fit and young and fun. Mm-hmm. And so that was encouraging all in and of itself. But yes, like I had an attraction to Barry, definitely. Um, I remember as the night went on, I remember being attracted, but uh, intimidated by Madison. Um, she's a few years younger than me. She's gorgeous and wonderful and fun and Gary and I were still pretty new in the lifestyle at this point, not not brand new, but you know, still a little nerves a little jitteriness, you know, not really knowing what to expect, which is honestly part of the fun of it. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I know at least speaking for me and I'll let Madison answer too, there was definitely that instant attraction at least physically, you know, as we were getting to know each other that night even
0: mm-hmm. Madison, did you feel it?
2: Yeah, I felt it not only towards Gary, of course, right off the bat, but also. Kenzie. And I must say it was not only just how she looked, because obviously she looks amazing. I'm attracted to her physical appearance, but I noticed that night so many similarities in our personalities that like I felt an even deeper connection to her. Like we were both the same, awkward, quiet at first, <laughs> not kind of really knowing what to say to each other. We were just kind of like looking at each other, yeah, let's have some drinks. And our husbands, they hit it off right off the bat. They were talking nonstop, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we we take a little while to open up and the fact that we were both kind of the same. I was like, oh, all right. I, I like this. I like her. I think I could, I could see talking
0: to her again. Who's straight and who's bi in this whole foursome?
2: Both
1: females would identify somewhere on the bi spectrum, yes. um, like bi situational, somewhere in that realm. Mostly. Mm-hmm. And both males would be completely straight. Oh, yeah.
2: I think the more that I think about it, I'm it's definitely situational. I maybe it just depends on the person, so that's why I kind of feel like it doesn't make me 100% bisexual. Yeah. But for the most part, yes. It's it's pretty much just me and Kenzie who are really uh <laughs> interested in exploring each other. The same sex. Yeah. Yeah, Barry and Gary have never explored each other.
0: Uh-huh. I've had other guests on the show and there's been a lot of talk on social media and a lot of it comes from people outside of the lifestyle who don't understand it. And that is this spectrum of being bisexual. To me, I've always thought that if you're bisexual, then it means that there's some sort of emotion attached to it. There's some sort of attraction to the opposite sex, whereas the act itself, I thought, was separate. Like, you know, you may be in a situation where it's really hot and sexy and, you know, you participate in the act, but it's not something that you look for or it's not something that you're attracted to. Do you know what I'm trying to say?
2: I I do. I think that's a good point.
0: Yeah.
1: And I would agree. And I think that's why I have a little bit of a struggle calling myself bisexual on some of the swinger websites. I am not here to pretend like I'm better than anyone else. But if I was in the vanilla world as a truly bisexual woman, like, I don't know that I would want, like, a swinger woman claiming bisexuality when she really is just interested in women for a 20-minute play session. Those are two very different uses of the word bisexual. Mm -hmm. So I certainly don't want to take anything away from those who identify as such. Um, I think they get stigmatized enough as it is. They sometimes don't fit into the straight world. They don't necessarily fit into the gay world. They like, so they have enough stuff to deal with. They don't need swingers complicating things. But yes, I mean, for me as a swinger, calling myself by whatever, I'm interested in a physical interaction with another woman. I am not looking for a relationship with another woman.
0: Right. Okay. Let's fast forward to the second date since y'all didn't do anything the first date can you walk me through what happened
2: was our second date at your we ended up at Kenzie and Gary's house probably after some bar hopping I honestly don't remember how it started that sounds about right that sounds like something we would do but we, <laughs> we knew there was some sort of physical connection so they invited us back to their house and they have a hot tub so oh my actually, gosh it's the hot tub again <laughs> I know we're such stereotypes it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah they, they pulled all the strings got us in that <laughs> hot tub got us naked and um, some <laughs> whoops Honestly, I think that first night we just kind of like it was like silly playfulness. Like we were making out for sure. Yeah, that wasn't weird to me at all. No, like no, that no. felt totally fun and normal, like natural. Yeah. Um, but we definitely didn't full swap right off the bat. No, no. We did some soft swap play in the hot tub. I remember. Yeah. But then we just kind of called it a night. We went our separate ways, and we kept in touch.
0: Okay. Well, hold. Um, let's uh, rewind just a little bit. <laughs> so, for anyone who doesn't. Understand or know much about the lifestyle. Can you explain to me the difference? Be, like, it's been so long since I talked to anyone about soft swap. I don't even remember what it means. <laughs>
2: fair, fair. Yeah, sometimes I forget that people don't understand what I'm saying. All this lingo. It's terrible. So yeah, swaps, soft swap, oh my goodness, is really when you're interacting with another couple, another partner, but you're not going all the way. You're not having full-on intercourse with the other person. It's more like oral sex, Manual
1: stimulation, oral stimulation, but mm-hmm. not typically no like penis to vagina contact or okay. penis to anus anything like, like that. Yeah, yeah, none of
0: that. Thanks Just for straightening nice that out for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 you, even though you both had experience, you're still kind of taking it easy, right? I mean, the first date was getting to know each other. Second date, a little right. soft swap. Yeah. How long did it take you before before the third date?
2: for a little while most of our dates were hanging out we have dinner maybe we get drinks and we go back to one of our places and we honestly did a lot of soft swap for a while yeah barry and i we were totally open to full swap but maybe it's when we we feel that deeper connection where we're like hmm these people might like be friends we want to have for the long term that we don't jump right in the bed like well we jumped in the bed but (laughs) like not fully jumping (laughs) in the bed with another couple (laughs) And honestly, I think, Kenzie, your comfort level with full swap at that time wasn't really there. Like yeah. you weren't comfortable with it yet. So we didn't want to cross any boundaries. Yeah.
1: Gary and I, at that point, when we met Madison and Barry, mm-hmm. were we didn't, I don't know, identify as full swap yet. Madison and Barry were Gary and my first full swap experience. They They popped our cherry on that. Yeah. Um, so when we met them, like that really wasn't even on my radar on table. as yeah. an option. Um, but as we got to know them, we built this connection and a friendship. It just felt like the natural sort of next step in our physical relationship together. Um, so yeah, so definitely we did end up crossing that line and, um, haven't really looked back since.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like there was some like courtship going on, right? It wasn't a, hey, I find you hot, let's have sex. It sounds like there was like a courtship going on between the four of you.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I'm not, maybe not even on a conscious level, but yes. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause like I said, I wasn't really there yet. I think Gary has been ready to go the whole time, but I (laughs) took a little con not convincing. Like I was not forced into anything by any means, but I just wasn't maybe kind of emotionally ready yet. So it took me a little bit longer to get to that point. Um, but yeah, there was definitely a little bit of You know who are these people? Do we really like them? We want to hang out with them again? Where is this going? So yeah, I mean that's fair to say. Even I don't know if I would have thought of it
2: that way at the time, but that's absolutely fair. Yeah, me either. You know, I'm I'm glad you said that. Now that I think back, that's kind of pretty cool to think about. It's like we were, (laughs) we were dating. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, I never thought about that before. Thank
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) That was eight years ago. How far have you guys come? Like, what are you guys into now?
1: Well. I mean, in some respects, not much has changed for Gary and I, except maybe the timeline. I think that Mm -hmm. we can move to that full swap situation quicker than we used to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a little more commonplace these days. Um, I'm definitely more comfortable with it. But honestly, I think some of, I don't know, what maybe makes us unique is that we really do value that connection with people. Gary and I don't necessarily look for just anonymous sex. Um, we do want to meet and connect and that's chat with and hopefully make some friends in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, that's important. And obviously that's not everybody's you know, MO and that's totally fine. But in some respects, not much has changed, but we do move a little faster than we used to. I would say that
0: much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we go back, Kenzie, and talk about... Mm-hmm your first time, uh, full swapping. So explain it to me. How did it feel? Did you, was it everything that you thought it would be?
1: (laughs) It was, it was absolutely a positive experience. And I really think that I have Madison and Barry to thank for that. And their prior experience to thank for that. They made us totally comfortable. It really was smooth um, I mean, it was smoother than the first time I had sex as just like a vanilla teenager. So that was pretty cool. Um, no, I mean, we were in their apartment at the time. I remember, this is so weird. I remember there being a lot of lights on and I wasn't used to that. And somehow that <laughs> caught my attention because I was like a little self-conscious about it. It was, we were side by side in the living room, you know, with opposite partners. Mm -hmm. So like everybody, you know, could see everybody else. Um, It was easy, I think, to gauge everyone's comfort level. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we could all kind of tell that everyone was okay. This was a good thing. Um, Nobody was uncomfortable. I mean, nothing, I don't know. There weren't any like crazy positions. Like there was no sex swing. There was like nothing quite that juicy, perhaps. Um, definitely physically pleasurable, but also just, I don't know, like emotionally comfortable as well. Because I think because we had built that connection, we sort of had that relationship already and that just made everything flow so much smoother.
0: You hadn't done this before. So did you and your husband keep eye contact with each other? Is, Is that how you kind of keep in check with each other? And then when you actually saw him, being with someone else that way, what's going through your head? Is it, oh, that's cool, or wow, that's really hot?
1: That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it was more so, that's cool. Personally, I don't, I'm probably like one of the swinger oddballs. I don't necessarily get turned on watching Gary with another woman. I'm happy for him. I am glad that he's enjoying himself. But I'm not one to just kind of like sit and watch and kind of feed off of that. As long as like we both know that we're okay, we're good. We don't really need to sit and watch the whole show. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think for me, though, like having had all of our soft swap experiences up to that point, in some ways prepared me to kind of see that and experience it. It certainly is a little bit of a different situation when it's actually like, oh, he's having sex with her. But at the same time, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just kind of like the next level to the other things that I had seen him doing with, you know, Madison or, you know, other partners before them. So yeah, I mean, definitely a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit of a,
2: oh, okay, yeah, this is really happening.
0: And then Madison, are you more turned on by seeing your husband with someone else?
2: You know, I must say, shockingly, maybe to some people, I'm kind of the same as Kenzie. I don't like fantasize about seeing him with another woman. It's not like I can think about that and be masturbating by myself. It doesn't fully, fully turn me on. It turns me on in the moment, more so in the fact that I'm like, this is so fun. Like, this is so cool that we're comfortable doing this. I'm okay with it, but I think he's more turned on seeing me with another more than I am seeing him with another. It turns me on, but not quite to the level I think it turns him on.
0: So you guys do a lot more than just husband swap with each other, right? Right
2: yes yeah. oh yes so oh <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no so um Barry and I um, we we were in the lifestyle before we met each other so we already kind of had some experience and when our paths crossed in the lifestyle it was like a natural transition for us we had both already full swapped. So when we got together, that was like that happened a lot quicker for us than it did for Kenzie and um, Gary. But we're kind of the same still. We mostly we look for other single males, females and couples. We're still very much focused on always playing together in the same room. We take joy out of seeing each other be pleasured. Uh, We're not to the point where we're comfortable meeting people on our own and doing things separately, and I'm not sure we ever will be. I don't know if I'll get much out of that, to be honest. But yep, we're still the same—like full swapping, but no pressure. We like to first just meet people out, establish a friendship if it seems like that's possible. But we're not opposed to just playing on the first date and (laughs) never talking again. (laughs) As bad as that, yeah, that
0: happens. Is it just always one other couple or do you get like, you know, freaky with like the other lifestylers I talk to where, you know, <laughs> it could be, you know, like a threesome to them is like, eh, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have definitely had those experiences. Yeah. Um, That's fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I feel like for
0: it is absolutely fun. I just. Uh, I'm so like glad I, neither I, of you are in sales. You guys aren't in sales, right? No, right? I know. Can you tell we're not selling it at
1: all? No, I don't know. But I mean, all I can do is talk about my little neurotic experiences, which I know are not representative of all swingers. But I have to feel like there's at least somebody out there who can relate to my little progression. Yes, I think like the more than four sums are so fun and cool and enjoyable. But for me, where I was going with this, I guess like, I almost like feel like overstimulated sometimes because there's just like so much going on. And it's like you're interested in your own pleasure and like the person that you're with. But you're also like looking around to see like all these other fun, sexy people having their own fun, sexy experience. And it's just like a lot to keep track of. But I, I imagine other people can just focus on their own pleasure and not be distracted by all of that. I just haven't mastered that skill yet. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what
2: you think, Madison. Honestly, I think that's pretty normal. I feel <laughs> the same way when there's a lot of people involved it's, I, I think I always in the back of my mind, I'm like, where is Barry? Like, who is he still here? Like, who is he with? Like, I'm not like controlling or super, super jealous, but I kind of just want to like see where he is and like who he's yeah. with and what's going on. But I also can get Barry in the moment. And if I have one or two people going on with me at the same time, like, it, yeah, it'll distract me for yeah. a good while. Yeah. I think we've both together at some of our house parties, we've kind of gotten into that whole group Group play scene, Mm -hmm. and even out at um, some of the local clubs. Yeah, we've been involved in that too. So it's fun, but not our our go to all the time. Yeah, that's
0: fair. They're the vanilla people, Mm -hmm. and then when they hear your story, they're like, "Oh my god, these chicks are wild!" Right. (laughs) And then there's like most everyone else in the lifestyle. Uh, You sound very, I don't even know how to put it. Yeah, we're tame. Tame. We are tame swingers. Right. You are. That's the word I'm looking for. You're you're pretty tame (laughs) from what I've heard. That's not to say that what you're doing isn't completely exciting. What I'd like to know is, Mm -hmm. like, if I asked you, what is the hottest situation? What is the most, you know, exciting, erotic, whatever situation you've ever been in, in the lifestyle? What would that be?
2: Oh, Wow. Oh, that's hard to just pick like one. <laughs> There's like all this sex flashing through my brain right now. All right. I'm just going to go with the first thing I think of. It's, Do it. This isn't my always go-to, but certain scenarios with just my husband, I, and another single guy are some of the hottest memories I can think of. I think it's more so just because selfishly, all the focus and pleasure is directed towards me. So that <laughs> makes it 10 times hotter. So I think those are some of my favorite encounters where it's another single guy with me and my husband.
0: Yeah.
1: I think the one that jumps to my mind, which again, I mean, like physically speaking is relatively tame, but I can remember being on vacation in a location where you can do sexual acts in the nude and Gary and I were talking with another couple and there was a little bit of a language barrier, which somehow made it all the more like exciting and hot. Because like there was just sort of like this primal physical connection, even though we didn't always completely understand each other.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
1: were in the middle of a hot tub on almost a little bit of a pedestal, if you will. It was technically a soft swap situation. There was There was oral stimulation happening, but nobody was having sex with the opposite partner. But just knowing that everybody was watching us in the middle of this hot tub was really very exciting. And again, I mean, relatively speaking, like that's still pretty tame. It wasn't even a full swap situation, but just kind of like that little bit of, I guess, like exhibitionism sort
0: of added another layer to it. When you're talking about being with uh, your husband and a single male and your husband's completely straight, is there incidental touching? What are you what are you guys doing?
2: Yeah, for Barry and I, he tries to make it as very much no touch as no touching between (laughs) guy and guy as possible. He's just not okay with that. So we we definitely do a lot of one on one end, one on the other end. We haven't done a full like DP because obviously with two guys doing the double penetration, there's some touching involved, and he's not opposed to that. We just haven't done that. It's more. If we do the double penetration with the guy, it's with a toy and another guy in me. But yeah, they usually try to avoid each other at all costs. As terrible as that sounds, that's just, that's Barry's
0: prerogative. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Kenzie and Gary? Do you, do you guys ever do the uh, single male into the bedroom with you guys? A little. So we... A little?
1: We. She's trying. I'm trying so <laughs> hard. I'm trying. So actually, like a single male was part of how we got into the lifestyle in the first place. And then since then, we have tried to pursue that avenue, but it has not resulted in great success. Even with those experiences, it's similar to what Madison just described. As much as I hate the terminology, you know, the Eiffel Tower or the spit roast,
0: like those kinds of things. <laughs> oh. I've heard, I heard spit roast. What is the Eiffel Tower?
1: Yes. So the Eiffel Tower is essentially a spit roast, except the men high five. To make the point over above you. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, to say it out. Like that's just like so... <laughs> like gross and sexist and like ew, but uh, it's funny. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, there's like and there's an actual like high five like above my back, essentially happening <laughs> while I'm giving oral and receiving <laughs> penis on the other end.
0: I see. Okay, Very okay. French
1: and sophisticated.
0: Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, <oui>. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys bring females just just single females into the bedroom? Oh, the elusive unicorns, as oh, we call them. Yeah. Yes.
2: <gasps> there's. They seem to be hard to find. But yes, um, Barry and I have tried to reach out to single females. I think we got lucky with about one like successful <laughs> meeting. Prior to um, me and Barry being together, I remember meeting a single female... With my previous partner, we met her several times, even to the point where I would just, I met her a few times on my own, but I feel like it's just hard to find a good, reliable single <laughs> female, even if it's just for like a one night thing. I don't know. But Barry and I, we are very open to it and we are seeking that out. <laughs> it just seems easier for us to find the single males. Yeah. I don't know. How about you guys? So Gary and I have had all of one unicorn experience
1: in oh. 10 plus years. Wow. And I don't even know, like some of the more serious swingers might not even consider this a unicorn. But what happened was we met a couple and interacted with them. They broke up and the female (laughs) was still interested in communicating with us.
0: Mm -hmm. So it was kind of
1: like a unicorn byproduct or something. Like I don't know, like a pseudo unicorn. I don't even know.
0: (laughs) She was a grandfathered unicorn. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, That only ever resulted in one play experience, but it was very enjoyable. So I would say it's something that we're interested in. Well, we're interested in taking advantage of, but the pursuit of the unicorn seems to be very time intensive and difficult, I don't know. I don't know that it's something we're necessarily actively pursuing, but we're definitely open to the experience if it Mm -hmm. happened to fall into our laps.
0: (laughs) Are there any situations or any activities that you want to do that you haven't done yet?
1: Mm. Well, of course. I would love to experiment, I guess I'll call it, with some very light bondage. I'm not ready to sign up for the Christian gray red room of pain, (laughs) but I would love to dabble in that arena with someone who knows what they're doing. I think I feel like that's key, but I don't, I really, I'm not even quite sure how to pursue that or where to start with that. And it's kind of like an interesting juxtaposition because I am such a control freak, typically just in life Mm -hmm. in general. That to kind of like give that up and just be at someone
2: else's whim is a little terrifying, but also exciting. Bondage is a good one. I I would suggest maybe like they have those under the bed or under the mattress, like restraint systems oh, yeah. and little like paddles and stuff. I suggest yeah. you try doing that, right, that. Spanking can be really hot in the moment, just so you know. Right. But for me, maybe a goal we've always tried, usually around my birthdays, to try to get several single guys to come uh, over, so a gang bang, basically. Yeah. Like, I still haven't conquered that successfully, and that's on my bucket list, which is hard to believe. Like you're a catch. Why would men not be lining up for this? But you you can't wrangle them all at oh, once. It's I, very I, difficult. <laughs> Hurting cats.
0: <laughs> how does the husband feel about it? Is this something you've already talked to your husband about? And how does he feel?
2: Oh, absolutely. He he's a big fan of this idea. He does enjoy seeing me be pleasured by someone else. He gets off a lot more than i do seeing him with someone else not that i don't get off on it but he 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 gets a lot more enjoyment out of it so he is very open to helping me try to wrangle up or scrounge up a few decent single guys (laughs) the dream (laughs) but we just they they just tend to like back out at the last moment but that's that's on my list and we are still trying to (laughs) i think a
1: gangbang would be hot if if i could control the participants Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to just a club and just see who's there.
0: Yeah, yeah I I,
1: w- I wouldn't really be comfortable with that. But mm-hmm. yes, if I could hand select the participants, mm-hmm. that would absolutely be hot.
0: Okay, so let's talk about your normal vanilla lives. You're in healthcare. You're in education. I'm sure your husbands uh, have jobs. Do your family or do your friends know that you're in the lifestyle? Oh no, no, no. This
2: is like our secret alter ego that we love. <laughs> <laughs> We have a pretty diverse group of lifestyle friends together that we mutually hang out with. But we also basically have a lot of the same vanilla friends for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And we think their minds would be blown if they knew anything about this. Yeah. So we we keep it pretty private.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And did I hear you say earlier that you have a podcast? So our
1: podcast is called Friends with a Twist. And our goal in starting the podcast was really just to share our experiences and hopefully provide some perspective, maybe some advice for people in the lifestyle or considering the lifestyle. I think that we are probably considered to be pretty tame as far as swingers in general are concerned. So I think we might be helpful for people who are just getting in or just thinking about entering the lifestyle just to sort of learn from some of our 20 plus experiences Like combined combined years of experience, like Mm
0: -hmm. we've
1: seen some things, we've done some things, we haven't done everything, but we hope that we can at least provide that perspective. And obviously being two best friends and two females, um, we can kind of offer offer that perspective to listeners.
0: So that's friends with a twist. Uh, You can find them on Twitter. It's at FWAT, like twat, but with an F. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, underscore <help> <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> We're the appetizer into the lifestyle yes. world. Yes,
0: <laughs> And after you're done with that appetizer, if you're ready for the main dish, we've got it for you. Next time on Consenting Adults, Michael, with 20 years of experience, talks about his live-in girlfriend, his slave, and his job as a bull. You know, the couple is looking for something specific, you know, a third And you just fulfill that role. And once you leave their presence, they go back to their life and you go back to yours. That's next time on Consenting Adults.